Hey guys, just a quick reminder. We have the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast Patreon going on now. So if you want to help us uh, keep the lights on down here in Anarchy Basement, um, if you could throw us a dollar or two a month, it would be much appreciated. And uh, we also have the uh, podcast after hours that we've been doing with uh, exclusive content. So if you want to hear more, um, we've made that available only to uh, Patreon supporters. Yeah, and it's uh, so it'll be patreon.com slash punkrocklibertarians. We're also doing uh, T-shirts at uh, libertariancountry.com, so check those out. Enter code PRL or PRL podcast to save ten percent on your orders. Word, and then uh, we've also we've got a special guest tonight, the uh, president of Liberland. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are watching the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 180. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Yo, yo. Philip Dassing. What's up? Tom Walls. Howdy doody. Yeah. And President V of Liberland. Mm, great to be here. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great to have you, man. I'm <laughs> so excited. This is, this is awesome, man. Thank you. Hell yeah, dude. This is, uh, you're here in like Anarchy Basement, man. <laughs> Good times. So, uh, Liberland, it's, I first heard about Liber Liberland, I think it was about, uh, three years ago. And, uh, I remember one of the first things I, I saw about it, Reason put out a video on it. And I was like, whoa, fuck yeah. You know? So, like, my question is, like, as, as the person that would start Liberland, like, wh where are you from initially? Where, where do you, like, hail from? Like, where, where's your homeland? Well, originally from Prague. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been born 100 kilometers away from Prague, and uh, I spent a little bit of time in, in the United States, and I've been traveling around the world. But uh, my change kind of my life kind of changed after Liberland, I would say dramatically. I think I visited more than half of the world already, and we are building one of the biggest libertarian networks in the world. Yeah, yeah. So in Liberland, like right now, like are, are there people living there already or not? We're building uh, a nice place for maybe 150 people to party right now. <laughs> so, so it's uh, nice. it's you know that's gonna, that's a kind of an initial stage. It's not that easy. We're basically seasteading Liberland. At no this shit. Stage. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so, so I'm so like, so I'm so like, how the fuck are you doing this? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, but it, it's not that easy. The, the river is quite fast, but we we just got a nice boat, Bitcoin Freedom. Uh, that like is that is gonna be based there. It will, you know, we have a nice small restaurant, small hotel, maybe small casino, party place. So I'm I'm kind of keen on it. And then a couple of houseboats uh, that will be permanently stationed in the middle of Danube River, right next to Liberland. Oh, nice. But I mean, I, th I think the question on everybody's mind is, uh, who will build the roads? <laughs> um, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Is there any infrastructure there already, or is it just on? Actually, I broke the car that we came there with because the roads were not th that um, neat. Yeah. So, but it was kind of a great story, by the way. You know, the the, oh, yeah? the, the guy that uh, we met there. There was only one guy on the whole territory at at the time, and uh, and. Uh, you know, we went there, we, we stick the flag there. He came over there and, and we asked him to protect the flag. Yeah. We actually had uh, one license plate at the time with us. So he put it on his tractor that he has there with him. And, uh, and then later on, he actually helped us to fix the car, which was pretty cool. So we had a first citizen, first permanent settler uh, who was local and who also swore to protect the flag. 
Oh wow, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, I didn't tell that story to too many people actually. But there were always some other kind of questions, but I don't even think we mentioned it anywhere. He got disappeared. Cool. <laughs> you got the he scoop got here on he, we, could, we could never kind of <laughs> connect to him anytime later, even though we had all the kinds of contacts. Because uh, I yeah. think he was questioned maybe like by 100 media since, and I, I bet mm. also by, by Croatian police uh, oh, quite yeah. a lot. So uh, you know, I'm, I hope to meet him actually. Yeah, um, Phil was telling me that he saw recently um, somewhere that you were arrested um, in in Croatia, I believe it was. That was very much at the beginning, right? And it was when the when Liberland started. Uh, uh, there was hundreds of people actually coming to see, and uh, we were a little bit concerned that you know most of the guys actually got arrested or detained, and uh, and I also wanted to have like a proper legal proof that they are respecting the border between Croatia and Liberland. So, and we wanted to have that proof from the both sides of Liberland. So first we went from Croatia, also with Croatian citizens, and we got all got arrested for illegal border crossing and uh, from Croatia to Liberland, uh, mm. which is funny, right? You're trying to escape from Schengen zone. You're, you're trying, it's like just like the old iron carton when the people are trying to get to from a less freer place to free more freer place. And yet they've, they go after you and throw you in jail after you after you uh, jump over the the wall. Hmm. So th that was the situation with Liberland in the early days. But it was also a lot of fun, right? We were kind of relaxed about it uh, because we realized it's not that tough as we thought. Uh, the, the 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 judge that was there told us that his kids got almost arrested when they tried to go there a week before us. So we went and understood that you know that, that he's not going to have too much problem. It also told us that every single good president gets to be arrested or spend some time in jail, you know, if he's going to be a good president. So that was a, that was a kind of a cool time. We much more relaxing than I was expected. Yeah. Well, like, uh, are, are Croatia still giving you a lot of problems now, or do you feel like they're more recognizing you? Well, the situation in Croatia in terms of the, the claim to the territory has not changed. They still don't claim the territory. You cannot find it on any Croatian maps, which is pretty cool. Uh, they are still kind of hostile, but not, of course, everybody. And uh, the cool thing about Liberland is that the, the one of the biggest political opposition party is fully supportive. Uh, actually, Ivan Pernar, the leader of this opposition party, was supposed to be here with me. He didn't. He didn't get to make it at the end. But he's with us almost on every single diplomatic event, traveling around the world. He was in London uh, twice. He visited Liberland with us this year. So he's a pretty cool guy. Now he didn't know about it, but now he calls himself a libertarian, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> so wait, he's a political opposition within your within Liberland? No, no. Oh, he's oh. the opposition in oh, Croatia. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He's got fifteen percent. Which is basically one of the major parties there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was completely unexpected from 3% to 15 in two years. Wow, okay. Ivan Pernar's Very party cool. is called GVG, Living Wall. They started out as an anti eviction party. You know, uh, hmm. when they had the financial crisis, people got evicted, their mortgage, they couldn't pay their mortgage. Yeah. That happened there, too. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. They, these ba they basically formed as a protest anti eviction party. They kind of evolved a little bit in sort of a reform party. And mm. Ivan Peridar is a very high-profile guy. He's a very young guy. He'd be a great guest for the show. Yeah. Uh, he's very hospitable. He hosted me when I went over and visited in Croatia. Yeah. And he introduced me to a lot of people over there that were interested in our ideas and what we're trying to do with Liberland. Very cool. So uh, if we get him over here to the U.S., we definitely would like to have him on the show, too. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. He's a big fan of Ron Paul. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, 
and uh, he's also uh, agrees with us on a lot of things. So, yeah, sure. Uh, he's a great supporter of ours, and we're happy to have him on board. Very awesome. Very cool. Um, so, have you always? Uh, when when did you get into libertarianism? Um, I think Frederick Bastiat, uh, when I was around thirteen, got me in, and then nice. Peter Mark, now the guy that's the, the law that's or just yeah 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 the, the law the law yeah yeah. yeah. That was the starter for me. And yeah, then I, awesome. I, you know, there was actually translation from 1991, right after the revolution. Uh-huh. And I think I, I bought like last 10 books that were available on the market. I still keep like three of them in my That's awesome. in my shelf. Uh, but since then, I've started systematically to work on liberty ideas. And I decided to study. Uh, actually, I studied political science. And by the way, there is a great uh, university if you wanted to get a, a degree in libertarianism there are a couple of places where you can go either it's Moroccan university in guatemala or there is a several university in prague and i can really? recommend wow. that because i studied political science there and Very before cool. that i studied the, the economy at, at the prague university hmm. which is also a good place yeah uh, actually taken over by libertarians which is the kind of you know wow. not, not that usually <laughs> prague got taken over by libertarians the, 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 the university the, got oh, the, uh, the, the complete yeah, opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. of the united happen, states doesn't, yeah. have, doesn't <laughs> happen too often yeah that's great yeah, uh, here we have the opposite going on. So, so I was working on, on, on this. I'm, our YouTube channel has, I think, almost 20 million views. Wow, very good. That's Which awesome. is not bad if you consider there is 10 million people in Czech Republic, right? Yeah. Think about it like that, yeah. Yeah, we, we tried to turn it into like a super political result that didn't really work. People were constantly watching the videos, but, you know, they didn't really change the mind. And I was, at the time, I realized that even though if they're massively watching the videos, that still it's very hard to change somebody's opinion about something, right? Mm-hmm. It, they can probably make some people doubt a little bit, but, but it takes generation to change Sure. Something yeah. in in the yeah. in the. What is the general, I guess, political philosophy of the Czech Republic? Well, right now we're getting back to the dark ages of communism in many ways. Really you know, sucks. the guy that was uh, the kind of the Czech KGB agent is the prime minister, mm. and he installed all this, the guys from his era now into different political places, and everything is about getting more subsidies from you yeah. rather than doing something productive. So it, it is not a good time, I would say, for Czech Republic, mm. uh, despite the economy not doing that bad. But but I think that's more of a like it's being subsidized uh, it's right it's kind of on steroids so yeah. it's not going to be a real a real economy for long yeah. compared to other eastern bloc countries the czech republic has come out pretty well they did a good job in transitioning from state-owned everything to privatizing thing by giving the workers uh, shares of the companies and making mm. them owners of 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 the enterprise uh, no, we had more there. of a more of like a private privatization where they actually everybody was able to buy kind of tokens yeah. from companies and they turned them into shares yeah so that was a good idea unfortunately of course because people were so much non-educated into free market that didn't turn out to be uh, that great but it was i think one of the best ways how to get back from a communism into a free market economy and whatsapp clubs who is by the way now in in washington dc and i i've got a, a lot of friends that are actually traveling with him uh, that come by the way also came to the reception yeah uh, that that we were holding for the US uh, senators and congressmen Uh, he is a great guy you know he's one of the very few politicians that are doubting the global warming hysteria you know he's one of the guys that are kind of critical of the EU Mm -hmm. Um, and and he's he's he was my inspiration for many things Uh, and then he's still doing a great job 
So, so what is your your view on global warming or climate change, um, as they call it now? Because it, it's not actually warming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I so we've got to change the, the name the, to the, climate the, change. I think it, I just recently read an article. There is a great chance that within the next ten years we're going to see another ice age. So I'm, I'm really wondering where we're going to oh, wow. end up. That's going to might be actually faster than expected. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I think it, it is crazy, right? And I also recently read a very nice article about how much the CO2 high levels have really helped to make the whole planet more green. Oh. It's an amazing, amazing <laughs> wow. uh, benefit for everybody when everything is much greener. It, you know, the level of CO2 really corresponds to how the how well the plants are doing. Yeah, so we, the agriculture is doing much green here on the P- Punk Rock Little yeah, Dance yeah, Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely different reasons. <laughs> Yeah. But I had a question. Um, so when it came to your political philosophy, and it, uh, you say it was like probably like when you were in college, is where, or you said you're 13, you know, that's kind of, you kind of trace it back to that moment going forward. How, how does that take you from there to developing into just this, trying to establish your own nation? Like, because I, he- I remember you saying something along the lines of like, you weren't getting anywhere in the Czech, uh, well, in Czech Republic. Well, I said, you know, when, when we got one seat in European Parliament and you get to understand how the system works, uh, you understand that you would not get anywhere even if you had majority in that parliament. That something is like inherently wrong with the system. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. uh, you know, we also, for example, we got the light bulbs changed in whole EU. But the parliament didn't vote for it. There was no way how the parliament could interfere with that agenda. Right? The whole system has been now running wow. through bureaucracy. Mm. It's the, they actually removed the, even the politics, which I believe is, is, you know, democracy, of course, is a crazy system, a rule of mob. Uh, by the yeah. way, you know, I'm, I'm always excited to see in Washington the democracy everywhere written. Yeah. Where, where <laughs> was that breaking point when, when the, they changed the republic for democracy on all the street uh that's a good good question i I, I, probably they're in the progressive era in the in the early 1900s um what's his name um woodrow wilson yeah woodrow wilson and and, uh, teddy roosevelt (laughs) or the dude or fdr the guy yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so So it it was really a bad word right before and then then yeah i mean it didn't really work out for greece in the long run you know yeah Yeah, (laughs) one thing that's very up makes makes us very optimistic is that in what's called the new europe the countries of the former eastern bloc uh, you don't have the same mentality that you do in Western democracies like Germany and France and other countries where they think that social democracy is the one true path mm-hmm. uh, to, to govern society. And you have a little bit more intellectual breathing space in the former Eastern Bloc. So you do have uh, people in Czech Republic who are free market thinkers, people in the Balkans who are free market thinkers. We work with Liebeck, which is like a free market think tank in Serbia, hmm. and they came out with like a six-part study that, that showed how Liberland could benefit the region by bringing free market policies and encouraging investment and jobs and that kind of stuff and that's what we're doing so we work with these guys and we they just came out with the study a few months ago so we're we're uh, sharing that with people who are interested in our project and want to maybe come there and visit or invest or whatever they want to do are there rides at liberland rides (laughs) you ride our boats (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the boat, yeah, boat ride. It's We're planning an amusement park as well. Yeah, like, uh, like if, I, if I buy the bracelet, do I get like get the drink all day? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, pretty much. It, it sounds like a party. So I, I, I believe I, I saw a while ago that there's like thousands of people that have signed up to become citizens of Liberland. Six hundred thousand yeah. now. Six hundred thousand. Wow. 
Damn. That would make you guys like the most densely populated like country size, in the world. It's like the size of four times over actually right now. You know, well, I mean, yeah. what do you think wow. about Liberland? That's crazy. Like, that's like with Liberland, do you think it would like build up or do you think it would like tunnel it's down? Like, really I really want to influence it. Like, yeah. Actually, one of those projects that uh, <clears throat> didn't even make it into the... But if you Google our Liberland architectural uh, competition, you will find some amazing mm, things, right? Uh, we had uh, like 80 architectural studios that, that signed up for it and it was led by one of the most renowned architectural studios in the world, which is Zaha Hadid. Uh, she was probably the most famous female architect in the world. Unfortunately, she died, died last year. But, you know, there are different concepts. I don't want to influence it, you know. But, but yeah. apparently there is one way, uh, one of those concepts that didn't make it to the finals. This kind of very futuristic, visionary uh, approach is becoming more and more reality for some reason. Mm. And kind of keeping a lot of green, you know, having a very... Uh, right now self-sustainable buildings because we don't have the infrastructure but everything uh, now there is this plan to make these like big eggs that, that basically have solar panels and it was just a vision at the time mm -hmm. but since then there is a company in Slovakia that started to make just these and mm -hmm. by complete coincidence our representative in Slovakia has become the marketing manager of, of that company so I'm, I'm thinking of they're not not too mm -hmm. many coincidences like this happening so yeah yes we're, we're kind of heading to this kind of green sustainable future yeah Very but cool. without the green bullshit yeah that's, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's awesome yeah it's a beautiful region yeah and we do want to preserve the the beauty and the character of it right now um you know we're steering investment and jobs to places like there's a free trade zone in mm -hmm. apatine where we moor our ships in the harbor there yeah and we have one our bitcoin freedom is in dry dock right now being refurbished we're, they have existing infrastructure Mm -hmm. So if we bring investment, like we were looking, bringing people to look, okay, look, there's a shipyard there, there's manufacturing facilities there. So if we bring investment to where infrastructure already exists in a free trade zone under the mm. name Liberland, right. we're already benefiting the region. And we think we right. can do that. This is in Serbia, where they're friendly to us. Yeah. And they, they want us to come and, 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 and bring tourists and bring jobs and stuff. Yeah. The, the, one of the issues with Croatia, if we could get the message to them that we can do the same on that side of the river. There's a little town called Vukovar, which suffered greatly during the war between Serbia and Croatia. Yeah. You can still see huge artillery shell holes in the buildings. That's right. And they've got like 30% unemployment. It's like a dying yeah. city. It's Oof. right on the Danube. It's just a few clicks south of where we are. Yeah. We could bring the same there with investment and technology technology and stuff mm -hmm. um, and then the infrastructure is already there right uh, if uh, they by, just by the way you know we're kind of lucky right. we're kind of lucky with the with the fact that uh, these free trade zones exist They're like EU is actually damaging these free trade zones whenever a country joins mm -hmm. uh, EU they have to close down all these more freer spaces mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this Apatin free trade zone that where we have got full support by a mayor of mayor of Apatin which is kind of great uh, there is no VAT and there is no import export tax you know so so it's it's not okay. it's it's of course it's not full liberal land where the taxes are voluntary yeah. and the amount of regulation is close to zero but it's still pretty good condition and we have we should use that condition and let's hope that Serbia will not join the EU anytime soon and that those favorable conditions will remain the main problem with those zones is that nobody knows that they exist but it's it's a great opportunity for people that want to do business in Europe under very favorable tax policy yeah so that brings me to like what you were going back to saying before about how Croatia seems to be more hard on you guys than Serbia. But who had the original claim to that land yep. that Liberland uh, it was, was originally on? Serbia. 
So it was originally Serbia. So how, why is Croatia making such a state? Like, why are they, why are they putting up this fight against you guys it, being It is there? completely illogical. And Ivan Pernar, our supporter in Croatian parliament, points that out uh, systematically to them. Because if they will ever claim officially Liberland, they will lose the whole border dispute with Serbia. So they will lose the claim to 10 times larger territory than is Liberland. Yeah, so for them, it just doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Yeah. But of course... <laughs> the, the so that's why neither one of them wants it. So okay, that's where we came in. Okay, so that right. makes sense because I, I heard that Croatia's not not taking any uh, land tax from anybody there. Property there's that, so there's there are people in the area though that kind of live like around there. Uh, I believe. And what 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 kind of nat- what nationality would they say they are at this point? Like what language? Well, some they speak people who in? live in limbo. They live in a zone which Croatia claims, but it's in Serbia, mm-hmm. so they don't know where to p- pay taxes. They don't know where to get their license plate from. They don't know where to get their well, you know, there's state health care, so they don't know where to go for health care. So some people who live in little villages around there in the disputed areas are kind of in this weird limbo state. I mean, they get along somehow. Uh, but, you know, they, they most of them speak Serbian or Croatian. Okay, so they're Croatian Serbs. Okay, it's very so similar. Okay, yes. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll insist that they're different. But well, there is a large <laughs> my Hungarian minority as well. That's true. Because they're, they're like right up the river. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. Ten kilometers north, it's Hungary. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and a lot that's of the, the, the towns have little uh, minorities, Hungarian. Even Slovak, there's Slovakian minority. They moved there 100, 200 years ago. Wow. During the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And Liberlanders mm-hmm. are also growing in the region. You know, that, that every single year there is a couple more people that are moving permanently, get falling in love. And uh, staying uh, either right next to Liberland or, or a couple hundred kilometers away. And so, how do they feel about Liberland, like being there, and maybe potentially one day being Liberland citizens? How do they feel, like the people who are naturally there? They they are of course coming to the events. They are supportive. It's our diaspora in Croatia and in Serbia, and it's growing. Yeah. We've got s- s- almost six thousand people, I think, in Serbia and sixteen hundred people in Croatia. So even in those our neighboring countries, there is a decent diaspora movement. Wow, because wow. uh, I've seen like I've seen videos of the the, the Croatian police, you know, uh, attacking the Red Cross that, that are coming across the river, and it just reminds me like I have a family friend who's from Albania and he escaped Albania under you know, gunfire and he's crossing the river and he had, and people the police were attacking people that were that were trying to cross there and it's just it just reminded me a lot of that story. Now I want you to get out. Yeah, <laughs> so. I remember visiting uh, East Germany when it was still East Germany and the wow. uh, checkpoint Charlie and the Berlin Wall was still there. Wow. They shot people who tried to yeah. come near the wall. So, uh, luckily, we you know that has changed. But still, you know, there seems to be a sort of a resurgence of that with the, how the Croatians are acting a little bit. But mm. we have friends there, and and I think our challenge is to get the message across to more people in Croatia. Um, you know, it's hard because you know some of the our early. Uh, settlers were arrested for going to Liberland, even though it wasn't Croatia. So they had problems uh, with them. So, well, actually, they, the Croatians are giving the hard, harshest possible punishment to people that come to Liberland and they get arrested. So they are banning them from accessing Croatia. It's kind of crazy, right? It, yeah, it they're seems seriously, really weird. They're like they're taking it extremely serious. They said we are internet joke, but they are using basically the worst possible international techniques. Mm-hmm. Just before kind of starting a war. Wait, uh, you think they'd be gaining some like tourist revenue? Of course. You know what I mean? It's like they're just turning it down. Yeah. yeah. We put some feelers out. We Every now and then we drop a note saying, hey, we could bring tourists here. You know, lo- lovely scenery on the Danube. And, and, you know, Croatia would benefit from that. And it's, a, it's, it's a question of getting the message across. Mm-hmm. People have heard about us in the media. They don't know what they are not updated. So right. 
our, our challenge is to to keep them informed. Yeah, but I'm also very excited about this settlement of Liberland with the houseboats. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and we've got some great people coming. Actually, we just may, came from a meeting with the, one of the ladies that were, were, were fighting to be the next Serbian president. So she's coming over. We, we visited a couple of congressmen in, in, in uh, Congress, and they, they said they're very likely to come so i i'm uh, hoping that you know the next uh, anniversary will be a big time event we can't uh, like uh, in on Liberland. from where we we talked to thomas massey who yeah. i'm massey? sure you know oh, mm-hmm. okay we got sassy with massey <laughs> yeah nice. we're gonna get lucky in kentucky <laughs> yeah. uh, we met with Rand paul and talked to him cool. i've heard a little bit about it <laughs> yeah um uh, justin amash <laughs> right. he knows about Liberland. yeah um you know all the the usual suspects yeah, who we like right. Uh, yeah, right they know about Liberland. the good and, guys yeah <laughs> yeah and um so we're, we're talking to more. I mean, we'll talk to people like Tulsi Gabbard, who's a Democrat. She's very interesting. She's mm. very good on foreign policy. She's pretty yeah. awesome. I heard her on the Joe Rogan experience recently, oh, yeah, and I thought that right. was pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't gone around yeah, listening that, but I've heard it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's. I would say out of out of all the Democrats, she's probably my favorite Democrat ever. <laughs> like, she's I mean, that's how much I like her. She's I mean, not bad looking. Yeah, yeah, she's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, no, we're, we're, we're doing outreach. You know, we're not... We don't play political games in, in the U.S. I mean, our focus is on Liberland, but we would like to, uh, to you know, just reach out and, and see if we can establish dialogue and diplomacy with, with people who, you know, might uh, might be favorable towards us. Yeah. So. Also consider, you know, like compared to other countries, uh, let's say, for example, Israel, it took 50 years to establish Israel. And it was very problematic, right? Because the... the the people were like extremely antagonistic there, right? The, oh, yeah. the Muslims yeah. <laughs> the, and Jews, and and uh, the land ownership was really hard to uh, sort out. And they actually there was opposition by UK at the beginning as well, which was pretty strong. And hundreds and hundreds of people got arrested yeah. just for coming to Israel in the early days. And it, it right. the numbers kind of correlate between Israel and Liberland, you know. Right. The, yeah. the third year was a little bit more calm, but the third year again, 300 people got arrested for going to Israel. Then it was 4,000, and it was 5,000. Oh, so, wow. So, you know, we, we might see a similar development, people just trying to really go... Uh, and 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 visit Liberland uh, over the time, mm-hmm. and that that constant force. But of course, we are in the internet era, so everything is happening a little bit faster. Yeah, sure. But that constant force to settle Liberland is one of the very important things about it. And, and we're thinking about establishing Liberland outposts uh, in different places. We're actually talking like a, like a Liberland embassy. Yeah, we. Well, l- let me tell you, uh, there's a country in in Africa. It it was part of Somalia. It's Som- called Somaliland. Somaliland, yeah. And they have a constitution that guarantees private property and free market. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Wow. And we've been there, and we established an embassy, and, and, and we're going there in October to oh, have wow, a more cool. formal ceremony. We've been working with the government there, uh, and we got voluntary donations from Liberland citizens uh, for, uh, after they had a cyclone that like laid waste to like two or three little villages there. So mm. we imported, like I was it, like 30 tons of, of food and, and cooking oil and stuff and distributed it to the villages. Private well, that, donations no, through that's, voluntary that's, that's, wow. private donations. That, that's, that's good, but of course the, the cool thing is that we are opening our embassy there uh, on 10th of October <laughs> I'm taking a bunch of business people and diplomats there and of course we're trying to help them to get recognized as well because we've got all the diplomatic network that, that they probably don't have as extensive as we have we have 105 countries now covered with our diplomats wow. that means we're better represented than the most of the European countries and we, we update <laughs> on, 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 on our stuff awesome, 
on, if you follow our Facebook page for Liberland, we will, we, you know, we post photos of where we go and what we do and the projects that we're involved in. And, um, you know, there's other places we're looking at to establish Liberland outposts. I mean, we were down But, but you know, like, Thomas, we have to be really careful about this, right? Yeah. It's not a Liberland outpost. It's really a, a diaspora village of Liberland. And, yeah. and, and uh, um, it is a, we respect the sovereignty of that hosting country. Uh, it is just a community of Liberlanders, just like Americans living in Belize, mm. Liberlanders living yeah, in Belize, Liberlanders living in Panama. So, so those per places are uh, usually under some little bit more favorable regime. Uh, for example, the Panama village, uh, Agrorismo, mm -hmm. uh, is a, a planning to become a free trade zone as well. So there is already quite free. It's already quite free world, but they also want to get rid of the import and export taxes, and it's possible in Panama. Hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, for example, the place in Norway, Liberstadt, uh, is a, a very nice mountain site, uh, wow. and they are also trying to seek for a little bit better uh, regime, but might might be very difficult in Norway to get. Mm, uh, yeah, but but it's pretty uh, cool uh, that, yeah. that these movements, basically Liberlanders, are getting together and, and, and developing a property all around the world. That's awesome. So it's like wow. more than just, you say like it's more than just like a, a country, it's more of like a, a community, like an international community of just <laughs> citizens of Liberland just, that are just around the ideology and yeah. like they believe in that which but this is a true nation building and i think like libertarians were kind of missing that element right yeah that, definitely that uh, and that, that gives uh, the whole movement a completely different spin mm -hmm. and of course it is amazing that that you know through these sort of ideology basically you find out that you're a member of the same nation right you don't want to be taxed by somebody who you're living with yeah. and that's also part of our swear you know that <laughs> you will not take the property of your fellow citizens uh, through state by force right uh, that's what you have to swear, swear when, to when, you, yeah. when okay. you want to become a citizen Wow. Yeah, we're um, cool. so developing, yeah, we're, we actually have it already, but we're fine-tuning our e-residency app. Mm. So you can sign up for that and network with Liberland folks all over the world. And you could offer goods and services or just hang out or be, be a community mm. um, and profit at the same time. So we're all about cooperation, competition, and, and, and voluntary association. So, so what is the process of becoming a citizen of, of Liberland? Oh, right now, you know, anybody that applies for citizenship, we consider him Liberland National just by applying. Okay. Nice. But, uh, and, Sweet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, of course, like, if you want to get the passport and, and, and citizenship yeah. paper and everything, you have to actually do something for Liberland. Like, running a show is pretty good start, I would yeah. say. <laughs> 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 One step closer. <laughs> uh, so, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, and of course, if, if, People come and visit Liberland after doing something for Liberland, and we, we tend to give them citizenship. Standard mm -hmm. ways to basically acu accumulate 5,000 merits, meaning basically stake $5,000 into Liberland as a project. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're also launching our own token that will be used for multiple things at the same time. We want to use it for governance. So whenever you pay taxes, you actually get always Liberland tokens back, and then you can use them to vote, and you can also unstake them. Uh, and uh, and also kind of have a passive income from mm -hmm. from the f it's kind of a are these uh, crypto crypto yeah, tokens? yeah, yeah. Crypto that's, that's okay, we're, we're, we're cool. breaking on the ERC twenty contract and uh, you know everybody tells us to launch a crypto from day one 
But I'm, I'm not I'm not too much into like you know be making like a big ICO. I really would like to yeah. get the principles behind what we are doing right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to. You don't want to hop on the trend. And no, just, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay. So w- w- what what are your favorite cryptos? <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, right now Liberland budget is diversified uh, into Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Monero. And Monero is, is kind of yeah, my Monero favorite. Monero sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, our representative in uh, in the s- uh, Serbia, a great guy, Daniel Dabek, uh, he forked Monero and he's building a nice ecosystem around his cryptocurrency. So it's kind of a more governed crypto and it's it's completely running on the Monero technology. So so I'm, I'm kind of keen on that because that's great, right? That really removes this kind of problematic things about bitcoin yeah and uh, and makes it very very easy for people to transact and don't don't be traced have you checked out nexus at all mm, sorry <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's one of our favorites around here okay it's, it's so one of matt's favorites yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, okay it's, but we like it's it we to- like totally it. my favorite crypto <laughs> okay. so um yeah the guy who started nexus his name's uh colin cantrell okay and his uh father is jim cantrell he's one of the founders of spacex with mm-hmm. elon musk Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now he has a thing called uh, Vector Systems, and he's like going to launch fucking satellites, right? Okay. And then uh, the satellites um, will basically make uh, their idea is like free internet from these satellites. And these satellites are apparently just like twice the size of a Rubik's Cube, and they're trying to just like launch a shitload of them and provide free internet. And uh, this is from Colin Cantrell said, you know, he's like, you know, 2,000 miles up. He's like, it's international air, you mm-hmm. know? So the idea of uh, this free internet 2,000 miles up, not controlled by a government, is like no government consent or shit. You yeah, know? That's so nice. That's nice. Yeah. And then the, the currency is somehow connected directly to the project, or what's the deal? Yeah, so it's... Um, I think the network is ideally going to be hosted mm-hmm. eventually on these satellites. Yeah. All yeah. right. All so, right. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like it's a pretty cool idea, and there's... Uh, um, they they got Ron Paul to speak at their con- awesome. conference, you know, yeah. and uh, they also got uh, Michael Heiss. Well, actually, I think Michael Heiss uh, got Ron Paul to speak there, maybe uh, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, they're, they're cool with the, the Mises Caucus and stuff. So nice. it's it's pretty exciting. Would that create a lot of space junk? Space junk? Yeah. Space junk? That's a Devo reference. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, 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 okay. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. He has like flotsam and jetsam. That's like old satellites and stuff that, you know, <laughs> right. floating out there in space. Yeah. But um, uh, so I, I do have some other questions. Uh, we I kind of floated out um, in the, the Mises Caucus online group that, you know, we were going to have you on an interview. And so. <laughs> I got a response. A lot of people, like, I was surprised to say they didn't know much about you guys. Oh, really? And, and then I was kind of shocked because, you know, I've been kind of fascinated since I saw the Reason uh, article about it three years ago. But um, I actually did get one guy who had a really technical question, if you guys don't mind if oh, I please, ask. Please, please, please. So um, he has, he has like, I think, like three questions. Uh, the first one he asks is, uh, if you don't mind, I'm just going to read it from it. Uh, he said, the land fee is essentially a tax on the land. Considering how few government services there will be, how much is this land fee expected to be relative to other Western countries' land tax? Well, that's a good question, and uh, I, I was always kind of against it, but we've got uh, the only possible tax that we were considering uh, was a land land fee. 
Mm-hmm. It was there just to kind of make sure also that people don't buy the land and just don't because that really damages your property when your neighbor doesn't take care mm-hmm. about it. So some sort of incentive to for people to actually do something with the land that they would buy or rent. Uh, and technically we could also just rent all the land it would be just like in hong kong right it, it is also yeah. it's also a good model so so the country could keep the ownership and rent rent the place for 100 years or 99 years and, and as as a good business model yeah. and then there would be of course no fee uh, no tax on the land because it would be rental already but that has not been really settled yet i think we still have some time to to yeah. s- to find okay. the best best way how to do it cool he, uh, so he had another question um he said uh so this one's a little bit longer but but you know let me just add okay, to yeah. it right the, yeah. the freedom is actually an, an inverse relation to the value of land uh do yeah. you know how much is the land in monaco these days one square meter okay how much is it feet i don't know but it's basically like this much of land right yeah yeah in monaco that Try to guess how much is one square meter in US dollars. I can only imagine. I, I, I'd uh, give say it, give like at least a few million. Uh, no, that's too much. Square uh, foot uh, of land? But squ- yeah, I think Monaco. You don't realize how small Monaco is, man. Like <laughs> Monaco's small as shit. Neverland is bigger than Monaco. The plots are being sold for for millions, of course. But one 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 area like this basically is hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand US dollars. Yeah. You know, it's just one yeah, okay. square meter. Okay, it's better than yeah. I but thought. Come but come on, like, but but you know, it's, it's the it's the price of the whole house with the uh, you know area here in DC. Yeah, and yeah. you get only one square meter. It's just because there is a reasonable governance. There is no not too much democracy, by the way. I had a lot of funny stories about uh, you know the parliament trying to do something and the prince of Monaco doing something completely different. <laughs> but uh, it, it is it is interesting place and but everybody values the freedom. People are not going to Monaco because they would like to vote they're coming there because they would like to enjoy a, a reasonable tax uh regime and with re- reasonable amount of regulations yeah wow well yeah i mean so i guess that kind of answered the question then because <laughs> <laughs> um he has he asked another one uh he asked uh he said could you please cl- clarify how the council of Liberland and its veto will work in more detail um he, he threw out a bunch of specific things but he said um the voluntary tax as he understands, is an investment in Lieberland fund that gives the donors shares in the company that will be selling off and renting land in Lieberland. And he said, I assume investing in other things as well. It, it isn't clear, but some uh, since people can always donate to the said fund, previous shareholder stakes will be perpetually watered down. Is that correct? Not really. No, the, the idea that as we put it right now, there will be always only 700 million shares, never more. And okay, so you and capped it. Uh, yeah, like yeah, that. we, okay. that's capped, you know. But we're only going to issue ten percent out of the remaining assets. Those ten percent will always go kind of to the governing body that has got the commitment to uh, to spend the money in line uh, with building Liberland, and that will be controlled and directed by the DAO. So by the existing, uh, by the new shareholders, actually, they will be making the decisions where this money will go. Okay. But you know, we're we're still in in process of defining i think in 14 days we will have all the things finally in place and and we're gonna start programming the dao as as it is as well so we're combining this very good republican constitution that is on website and everybody can read it uh, with this dao and this dao will be based on a simple idea that it will be always shareholders and citizens uh, voting at the same time 
and the relative majority of both will be enough to pass things through. But if shareholders decide, you know, that they don't like something that the majority of society wants, it's not going to get through. And I think that's very important, you know, that that the mob rule will not be able to outvote the people that have paid taxes and, and that made Liberland possible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that, so you, okay. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. So um, that's yeah, what we call a little. You know, this concept is called kind of double double democracy, just to feed double feed the people that are into the democracy. And, and <laughs> they, they <laughs> but but the reality is, of course, we're kind of combining a corporation with uh, with with democracy. But but it is a little bit different, right? When you when you buy shares, you can sell them right away. In Liberland, mm -hmm. not really. You you will be only able to also sell ten percent of the shares a year never more because we you know it's it's a different concept right uh, yeah. it's not just voluntary tax you know it's not a like in normal country you if you don't pay it you go to jail right in a free country you pay it and nobody really says thank you because it's kind of expected uh, and and in liberland you're always going to get a share of the country that that you're contributing back mm-hmm yeah, so that kind of makes it feel like you're, you're invested in it, so you want to make sure that it succeeds and, and <coughs> everything's yeah, kept yeah. up. So it's kind of like a, a, lack of a better word, like a reward system almost. Yeah, you know, you kind of have a say in how things goes, it, yeah. but it's it's not, yeah, like you said, you, mob rule. You have a true stake in it, and, and you cannot, you know, screw somebody and run away as mm -hmm. well, right? It, it really maintains the system stable over the time, which is something that we also need. You know, it's not like we want to, everything should crash once, you know, we had some problems with our neighbors. It should be a little bit stable because, of course, it, there will be ups and ups and downs in the future of Liberland. Mm -hmm. Sure. So, um, and also, I, had a, I just a completely bad, I guess it's a bad segue, but um, I, I, you guys have a flag already. Um, how, uh, how did you come up with the design for that? It was, there was some good initial idea how it should look like and it was given to free market there is this nice website in Czech where you can throw an, an idea and ask a bunch of artists and the, the, the band that comes up with the best design gets the money mm -hmm. uh, so this is how, cool. how we have done it uh, my good friend actually Yeti is a kind of a strange character uh, <laughs> he is the one that was pushing me to do Liberland for like two years uh, but oh, he yeah. never ever got to visit yet. It's it's amazing. I cannot still that's, cannot believe it. That's crazy. But at, at some point, like when Liberland started, like two months after it started, he decided he's gonna make a best sex dating app on the internet, and <laughs> and he just went for it fully. <laughs> right now, he's into <laughs> building some cryptocurrencies, and, and 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 he's fully engaged with that. So he, yeah. he's a, he's a fun guy. Uh, it's fun to be around with him, but. Uh, he's so kind of the founding grandfather of Liberland. Without him, it wouldn't happen. Really, that's wow. cool. So, how, so when did when did he do that? When did he? We started 2013 to basically meet up and then talk about it, how yeah. that could be done. Wow. We Power almost of end ideas. up. We almost end up in Egypt, really? uh, in this strip of land between Egypt and Sudan, right? Okay. Yeah. But then, luckily, some American went there, some Jeremiah Heaton, and claimed it. He wasn't too serious though about it, and he still owes me five thousand dollars. It's roughly five thousand square <laughs> kilometers, so I was thinking we could do a swap. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Five it's really hot pounds. there. Really hot. Yeah. 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 Is there any body of water in that area? In that uh, specific area? I don't Is there think any what there? Water. It's actually what? you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually means uh, a well. Mm -hmm. So I bet there is some water, and, and of course, if you apply a reasonable rule, you will have another Dubai there, right? It's it's not a yeah. big it's not a big dealer. Yeah, yeah the yeah. remarkable like pictures that people post from like what Dubai looked like 
like 20 years ago and then they put it side by side what it looks like now it's just like night and day it's Insane, completely yeah. different but um so I, I did have one more question um i probably never mind one more i probably have a thousand but <laughs> the next one that came to my mind was um so how many so when you i saw the video you planted the flag right and in on the ground how many times have you actually stepped foot on there since then i think i was there like 12 15 times this summer Okay, you know, so you actually do step, you actually can yeah, step yeah, on the ground. Yeah, okay, so you usually take some journalists with me actually. And last time we had Al Jazeera there, I think last year, and then a couple more more journalists. Vice so magazine just yeah. yesterday put out Vice actually Vice based their office in Serbia put out a really good do, like the mini documentary on Liberland, and they went there with us and and oh, that's, that's cool. on most of us in English, and you can put closed caption, captions on it. So English Vice as well. just did this, yeah. Oh, I, really? I, I, not, yeah, I didn't we'll know share that. it with you guys. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, it was, nice. and it was good. Yeah. Oh, it was good. Okay. I mean, it was very good. Yeah, and they interviewed a lot of people for it. They went to Croatia, interviewed people. They went to Serbia and interviewed people. That's cool. yeah. They were at our the launch of our office in Belgrade, Serbia. And they filmed the thing where uh, okay. Daniel Dabek, who works with us, uh, he uh, was generous enough to provide office space. And that's where our, our embassy in Belgrade is located. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because we always have some major documentary uh, company that follows like the most important segments of liberal and history. So there will be we've possibility actually, to kind of put it together oh later yeah. on from all these segments. We've actually had some good coverage. New York Times yeah. Magazine did a, like a whole feature on us. Uh, we've been on, you know, different news outlets, you know, whatever you think of them, we've been on CNN, whatever you think of them, we've been on Fox, whatever you think of them, we've yeah. been on RT, we've been on a few other ones, Sputnik. Has, it, has anyone times five times already? That's kind of... Yeah. A, the yeah. Has anyone been like super times? critical of it for any reason? We get criticism. Everyone's a critic. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and people want... Have there that. been like hit pieces that come out that say like, this is where like, I don't know, like... People are just going to go for like a tax haven, or yeah. it was either like Slate that. or Salon or something. They had some hit piece. It's a yeah. bunch of, you know, <laughs> typical. Of course, yeah, yeah. That's exactly bunch of white right. guys, you know. But yeah. it's, we're yeah. not. We're, is just a bunch of white guys. Because yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're very, very like, multicultural. You know, uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the lady that right hates ra racists. Yeah. Uh, starts an article which says Liberland is just a bunch of right, and then it's a really like full racist article written Jeez. by feminist. You know, it's wow. it's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, yeah, as uh, the, like real like just looking you up online or whatever, look like uh, on Wikipedia they describe you as a, as a right uh, libertarian far, and then another, another time I've seen you characterized as a far right libertarian. Far right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <scary. I> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't. I guess they were trying to say it as a pejorative, but um. <laughs> well, to some people, anyway. Okay, okay, so, so like, what would you identify as a right libertarian or a libertarian or a left libertarian? Like, how would you identify? I know. Like, I really don't like this. You know, I really. I'm a voluntarist. I think that that has, does have the least pejorative yes. meaning. Yeah, you know? yes. that's what we yeah. all say. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I fucking hate yeah. the paradigm yeah. and the paradigm of right left is basically like oh you have to believe one way or the other <laughs> yeah there's only these two ways to think you know so yeah voluntarist i think it's totally much cooler we stand for individual rights across the board and we're against crony capitalism and, yeah. and, and we're against you know overreaching overarching big government so and 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 you know, some of us are minicus, some of us are ANCAPs, you know. I mean, but I think like, we generally does that agree. anger at all when, when, when people try to, like, 
pin you to that? Like they 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 on Wikipedia they call you a right libertarian. Well, that's based on <laughs> on Vitt's activism with the Reform Party, which words were considered. I guess I don't, but maybe not. They're more libertarian. You know, oh, no, libertarian. I know what you're talking yeah. about, dude. Yeah, because yeah, it, it actually never crossed dude, my mind that that would be something. <laughs> that would be something really bad. But no. you know, just <laughs> let's talk about you know anarcho-capitalism, well, right? I'm just like, saying, like like it so angers me because yeah. it's like. You know, if I, if I was talking to a Republican, they would call me a lefty. You know what I mean? But if I was talking to you know somebody who's left, like a Democrat or a socialist, they would call me right. It's like, no, fuck you. You know, they'd probably call you a racist, hate monger, and a white supremacist. That's what they would call you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, there was a, when Vit was on on Fox, there was a, like an article accompanying the video, mm-hmm. and some of the Fox commenters were like, whoa, they thought it was liberal land. Nancy Pelosi and Barack Obama over to liberal land. <laughs> they had no idea yeah. what, we were, what we were about. <laughs> I don't uh, think they would fare too well in liberal land. No. <laughs> no. But people who actually pay attention yeah. know what we're about and sure. they know what we're doing. And, yeah. you know, we, we once we are able to explain our philosophy and where we're coming from, we get we get pretty fair hearing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but there cool. is there is still one thing which we haven't been able to really to tackle, right? That there is a myth spread by Croatian authorities that we are a Serbian nationalist movement oh, trying Jesus. to... It's like completely <laughs> ridiculous, but they're trying yeah. to invoke this spirit of the war through Liberland, but we've got like zero to do with it, right? Yeah. But by the way, there was also an article that I'm a Sor- Soros-sponsored, mm. uh, uh, you know, kind of activist that is trying to destroy the nation state. So you can say uh, right <laughs> now on Punk Rock Libertarians that you are not a shill for <laughs> S- George Soros, no, no, right? No, 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 no. Okay, no, cool. No, no. All right. So we have we cleared the air. <laughs> That's funny as shit. <laughs> They wouldn't even let him into the Rothschilds meeting, you know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> For the Bilderbergers. Yeah. <laughs> I do actually visit. I think I was there the last seven years. Every single year I always come and visit. Where? And the Bilderberg the pe- meetings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian <laughs> yeah. Grove, man. Put on the owl mask. There are a bunch of interdimensional demons going to suck your souls. <laughs> <laughs> and your cocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Uh, so I don't what, s- what do you take of, of like him really being pulled out of all the social media? What's your take on it? I think it's pretty fucked up, <laughs> honestly. Like yeah. uh, you know, I'm not a big Jones head, but I mean, I think you <laughs> should. I, I think you should be. You should be able to say shit, you know. And it's like it's pretty creepy how like what is it like three companies got together and they decided to ban him on the same fucking day. Yeah. It's pretty creepy. Yeah, Imagine me, uh, my shock. Of course, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, yeah. a pr- it's a private company, etc. But uh, no, I, I, the question yeah, but is, I how mean, much private are they in a, in, a, in a way that, you know, there is publicity up to everything that they are pu- publishing and everything that, that is being sent through the platform and how much maybe they also had something to say in it, right? It's, it's, we don't know. We don't know. Right, right. Yeah, I found it kind of like awful just because I mean, a lot of people like to say it's, well, it's a private business. They can do what they want. But when this private business is essentially doing the bidding of the of the government, you know, and, you know, what they say today, it just came out like the 50 million uh, accounts on Facebook got hacked or whatever. And mm. I'm like, dude, I'm sure. Uh, Jared got hacked, dude. I think it's anti-Semitism, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm sure, like, I'm just, I'm at the point now where I know every single time I'm on my phone, like, every text, every Facebook message, everything, it's all being stored in an NSA computer somewhere because you, know, you got Fort Meade, NSA headquarters right down the road. I'm, it's just at that point now. So it's like when, when you hear people say, oh, it's just a private business. Well, most private businesses, you know, no mom and pop shop or uh, giving their... Uh, 
you know their clients up to the FBI and shit like you know yeah. <laughs> like Facebook does. And when you realize they're buying all these quantum computers and investing these billion dollars into AI to analyze all the data, right? It's kind yep. of spooky. It is, yeah, yeah definitely. What's the future, though? Yeah. So how long has punk rock libertarians has been around? I've been a fan for them for a really long time. I love the memes that you guys post. I love your sense of humor. I love <laughs> you know punk rock, of course. You know, dude. I how long you, you don't find around? us offensive and and. What does and transphobic mean? and uh, what does it mean? <laughs> all the accusations that have been yeah. pinned against us? Yeah. So I, I started the group in 2009. I started the page in 2010, and then Facebook has dramatically cut everybody's reach. You yeah. know, I mean, they didn't ban us like they banned Alex Jones, but like for instance, there was a time when we were gaining like a thousand people a day. Mm-hmm. Now we've been at like this same. Like we've been at like a hundred ninety thousand. <laughs> For, like, for like, it's probably been like six months or something. We're or just under 200K ourselves. And it's it's been like teetering under 200K. Well, yeah. K. yeah. Like at this point, it kind of seems like uh, Facebook is not letting uh, very many new people at all see our post. No. There are very few new people. We get very few new likes. We get uh, about as many new likes as we as we trigger people into rage quitting with our memes. You know? Rage quit. Because, <laughs> I mean, they just don't want, new, evens they don't out. want new people see your shit. You know, it's uh, I I feel like after Trump got elected, he kind of proved that, like, you know, he was able to beat the Republican establishment and then he was able to beat like the the media, the fucking CNN, you know, everybody else. And uh, and I feel like they 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 think he did it with social media. So they're trying to, like, you know, curb um, clamp down on it. Yeah. yeah. Like really clamp down on uh, social media and alternative media. You know? Yeah, but then again, you still have those sites that either they're you know far you know typical right wing, typical left wing like Occupy, Dummycrats and yeah. stuff like that. They share these memes that they're just so insulting of of one's intelligence, but yet they they get to carry on all day long. Mm. Uh, and there's you know many right wing. Well, I don't want to focus on just them, but there's many yeah, right wing yeah. ones like you know um, I don't want to. I, I, none come to mind, but there, there's a lot of dumb ones out there that share stupid memes and get people to share them. And ha- does that sway anyone's vote? I don't know. If people are stupid, they're probably already stupid to begin with. They're not made stupider by, or maybe they are. I don't, I, <laughs> I, all I know is, all I know is, like, I'm fucking pissed because like I, this page has been like my baby since yeah. like fucking I started it. And I, I started it from one person, me, and it, now it's at like 190,000, but it has been for a while. But I mean, we would have, there's no doubt in my mind that we would be at millions, probably double digit millions by now if they didn't cut our reach. Because oh. I mean, we were just like snowballing, ballooning when people were actually seeing our shit. There is this momentum building. Mm. And it's like, shares, it's like, it's like, of, yeah, the, it's views. like they hit it off like a switch because they don't. You know, but you know, people like reason would be like Elon Musk got off of Facebook and he told other people to delete it as well. I'm just wondering how much the Facebook will, will analyze what I just said and will well, turn down the outreach of this video. Well, you know, <laughs> since, since they they started cutting our reach, you know what? What's also, uh, you know, I've just seen a lot more people complaining about Facebook and because they're not seeing the things that they want to see, the things that they <laughs> liked. You know, when you like something on Facebook, you, you want to see more posts from that person or page, you know? Yeah, it was the algorithms that screwed me up. Because uh. to be honest, like, when I started, like, like, like I, I, I wasn't a part of this, like, from the get-go. I've only been on the podcast for about, like, a year and a half now. Uh-huh. And um, I remember I've liked this page since, like, 2012. And literally one day in 2016 or, or 17, I just see it pops up on my Facebook feed that they went live on Facebook. I'm like, 
there's a podcast? I didn't even know there was a podcast. It was just a page. And I realized they were already like almost a, like 100 almost like a hundred uh, episodes down and uh, and from that point forward like i look back i saw there was like like dozens yeah. of videos that they had already posted that well, i that never was, saw around that time was when they started really pushing their their on their live streaming yeah. thing so they would if you put something that was live up they would push it out a lot quicker and you would get hmm. you know everyone would get that alert yep. that comes up yeah um, i never got that because like we would put i mean we would record before this we just did all audio and then we would post on the page but like they had some algorithm that was figuring out like they're trying to promote something and they would just cut back on that. Yeah. So then like as soon as we like he just demonstrated like <laughs> as soon as we put the live video up, then people actually started seeing it and they were like, "Oh, they got a we're on, they're we're already on like a pocket. <laughs> we're on episode like 100 already." But I love you know? the, the the DTube now the decentralized the YouTube. Have you have you checked that out? DTube? So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, like a great opportunity for yeah. for new forms of media to to appear, right? We were we were trying to stream live cuz they have a D it's like D live or something uh-huh. which connects to DTube, which you can then do what we're doing here, but it was kind of buggy. At the time when we were trying to do it, so we kind of bailed on right. it. But we might we might revisit it. I mean, I'm sure they've they've come a, a little bit of a ways since then. Now I know Facebook got rid of its newsfeed, which was usually a bunch of horseshit anyway. A lot of it, I guess it was oh, based the one on, on the right, the right yeah, side. Yeah, I guess it was yeah. based on what people shared and how many people shared it. Yeah, and it was a lot of editorials masquerading as news. Sure, yeah, and that that was fake news. I I guess I'm kind of glad they got rid of it. So where do you guys go for for actual news? I mean, I try to. For actual news? Yeah. Uh, r- rumor and small children. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Memes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, like, I mean, like... Depends I'll, on what I'm looking for. Like, if I'm looking for, like, all right, what's going on in the Middle East or something, like, I'll check out, like, antiwar.com. Yep. Yeah. If you I'm looking for just general news, I'll just kind of... I'll kind of check a bunch of different sources. Like, I'll go on Google News and just kind of go mm-hmm. and go to the bottom of the page and see what... Yeah, what the diversity. What I is do is, that. I mean, honestly, like I listen to a ton of podcasts from like Ron yeah, Paul's Liberty Report. Yeah, yeah and, and that's great. I, like a lot of the show notes will link you to pages and stuff like that. So when I want to, like, I can't trust Fox News. I can't trust CNN. Yeah. When I want to see the general consensus, maybe I'll just check out real quick. Um, but for the most part, I know it's bullshit. So a lot of stuff like go to antiwar.com, anti-media. Uh, Daily Liberator, you get some stuff over there, but like most of the time, like I'm listening to a podcast. There's a good sh- like anything that intrigues me, interests me. I'll go to the show notes and find the websites through there. And yeah, I, I mean that's our, that's the our, best way I've I've found it. Our very good friend and supporter Joby Weeks was on the Ron Paul Liberty Port last week, and he was the guy responsible for the Ron Paul blimp. If you remember that, yes, yes, yeah. and yes. he's he's come to our events, and 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 we get along great <laughs> with Joby. And he's right. actually in Texas now, and Ron Paul is overseeing the birth of his child. Because Ron Paul's a, a baby doctor. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Wow, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did hear that episode on Ron Paul Liberty Report. And we've been uh, on the Tom, about Liberland. Yeah, we've been on the Tom Wood show. Uh, oh yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom Woods Tom is great. Uh, he lives in Florida now, so we see him every now and then. He lives in Florida. We've been on yeah, Reason. He moved to Florida. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, there's a lot of great uh, podcasts. Yeah, podcasts out there where it's that, at. Uh, yeah. That David, you, you ever listen to Dave Smith? Yeah, I was, we were just, Dave Smith. Yep. Yeah, we were just I was just, uh, I listened to him whenever I can. I think he comes out twice a week, right? Monday and Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, so, yeah. yeah. He, he, sw- he just recently switched up his schedule, but I think like the the whole point of like that is, is there's a consistency there. iTunes will send me. 
the notification that there's a new podcast. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Facebook, Facebook will hide that from you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like we we discussed this a while ago, um, but I feel like most of the time the internet is now social media for a lot of people in our age and younger. They like they don't see like no one just go. I remember being like when I first saw the internet, you go to a search engine, you look stuff up. Now it's like the most people dive in depth is Wikipedia. Mm. Most of the time, people just stick to social media websites. What? So, yeah. but when I get an like, I, it'll push forward any new podcast. Now, now it does seem like the the group right. the <laughs> groups on Facebook are getting more of the push. Apparently. But Where anyway, I will let me do a little bit of advertising. You know, we've got oh yeah, yeah. Uh, also Liberland Press as a page. I yeah. think it's going to go more and more general into global politics as well with the kind of a Liberland yeah. view. And there will be more and more videos. So I'm, I'm looking forward for that to really uh, you know, deliver some real value. And there are great guys running it. Awesome. So Very you guys cool. are at liberland.org? Is that is that your guys' no, no, current no, website? No, it's liberlandpress.com. But liberland.org is our main site. Okay. Okay. Liberland. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I've I've seen. And so. How about Liberland worldwide? <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Wide, wide. <laughs> it is worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Universe wide. <laughs> if you guys want to submit an article to Liberland Press, um, you know, uh, contact us and uh, we'll, we'll definitely republish this interview there as well. Cool. I'm yeah. not, cool. I'm not, I'm not in control of it if there is an editorial board but I think they will they will take it Sweet. cool yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. sign up awesome. over everything we got yeah thanks for coming and uh, if you're ever in the area again hit me up you know? so uh, awesome b- yeah, back it's, to it's, um, it's, been, it's been a good time hanging out man cheers, ba- cheers. back to uh, presidential hangs here punk rock <laughs> libertarian what are some of your favorite punk bands my favorite punk bands, my number one would be a band called J Church. J Church, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, number one. Dude, I can show you. We can go upstairs. I can show you like a crazy J Church record collection. I've got like fucking like 15, 20 of their 7 inches. And then they put out a, a bunch of fucking full lengths and 10 inch records and picture disc and all sorts of shit. So that'd be number one. Number two is probably Jawbreaker. Mm-hmm. Number three is probably Minor Threat. Oh, Minor Threat's great. Yeah, yeah, Minor, yeah, Minor Threat. I would include in my. I'm most. I'm more into like hardcore punk stuff. Like Bad Brains is like, to me, like yeah, listen, Bad, Bad Brains, Brains like first record. Yeah, yeah like that's like it's like a religious experience. Like listening to Bad Brains. Like I just like it's crazy. Like the music just Pay gets to, to me. How yep. about oh, hey, hey, yeah, you? Do, yeah. Like what are your like top three? My top three? Yeah, I'm old school. I like uh, Stooges, Ramones, MC5. Nice. I like yeah. a lot of '60s garage, garage punk, and going into newer the psychedelic stuff. I, I like a lot of that. But you know, '70s, early '80s punk, love that stuff. Cool, yeah. yeah. Awesome, Minor man. Threats, classic. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Like uh, UK, UK versus US punk, which is better? Uh, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm going to go with US. Yeah, but, um, US, I, mean, I mean, we're we have affinity for. I mean, I guess you could say I'm biased. <laughs> I was born on this side of the United exactly. Yeah. Lost, it started know? in the United States, by the way. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would think so. I mean, the Ramones came, the Ramones came before the Sex Pistols. I mean, you look back to the Stooges. I mean, you can even trace punk back to like back to the, you know Iggy Pop. You well, know? I mean, sure, sure. you could make an argument to trace it back to Johnny Cash. Okay. Yeah, that was a or punk Jerry Lee rock. Lewis. That was a punk Jerry rock. Lee Lewis. He was pretty punk. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> punk rock. I mean, even the Ramones said punk rock was like a revival of early rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking love Chuck Berry, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's like, great. Yeah, that early rock and roll. I love. Isn't he Marvin shit, Berry's cousin? <laughs> That's a Back to the Future reference, guys. All right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, guys, uh, thanks a bunch for coming on. Like, I had a blast. Yeah, it's like, a lot like, of fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is this is a blast. I hope to see you in Liberland, of course. You will make it over in Europe uh, sometimes. Yeah, we'd love I mean, to. Yeah. yeah, that would be fucking amazing. We'll that take will you be on our major, ship. Yeah. one of our ships. Yeah, 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 there will be a major festival, by the way, in August next oh, year. Oh, sweet. Really? Yeah, yeah, really? And I think we're cool. we're gonna, you know, have some of the. 
Burning Man Legacy, but there will be a lot of new stuff soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. So, until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Drinking the flies on the tax bombs and bread. Once it's my appeal at the expense of the many. So do the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death by in a fine land. To support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes. We'll do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I think the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society of individuals Nothing more than not interference With natural rights With the virtuous person Comprehends the non-aggression principle. The violence of the state becomes absolutely.